1: It's time for Tales of Terror, only on the Mutual Audio Network.
0: The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
2: Good morning, sir.
3: Do you have your ticket available?
1: What? Oh, oh, yes. Here, it's this slip of paper, is it not?
3: Yes, yes it is, sir. Well, looks like you're on a non-stop trip to Portland, Oregon. I hear it's a wet place this time of year, isn't
1: it? I do not know, nor do I care. When does the flying metal tube leave?
3: Ah. The plane leaves in half an hour. You can board at Gate 7.
1: Very well. You have performed your task adequately for a mortal I shall tolerate your existence for yet another day.
2: Uh, thank
3: you, I guess.
0: You seem uncomfortable, my friend.
1: I do not understand the need for us to rely on the humans' primitive flying machines. We have the ability to simply transport ourselves to where the Pale Man was sighted.
0: Indeed. But doing that would cause a wake in the mystical field. There is every chance our target would notice our arrival. By utilizing the humans' means of travel, we shall remain concealed until such time as we wish to announce our presence.
1: I understand. I'm just not comfortable with putting our lives in these flying metal tubes. You're certain that Byron is in Portland?
0: One of the Lord's minions spotted him when the local chapter house was attacked.
1: Odd, is it not? Byron has not been seen or nor heard from in quite some time. Now that we've made our move against the watch, he suddenly resurfaces.
0: It matters not why he has returned, only that we know where he is now.
1: What if he attempts to leave?
0: The city and its surrounding area are being monitored. Should Byron attempt to leave by any means, he will be caught. It is time the annoyance of Byron was dealt with once and for all. Come, my friend, we have much work.
1: I would speak with you. Who are you? Where did you come from? Do not challenge me. You shall not like the outcome. You dare to threaten me? Do you know what I am? Ash.
4: one of the old ones. Yes, I know what you are. If you're operating under the belief that makes you superior to me, I would be more than pleased to correct that. <laughs>
0: This is not the time and certainly the place for this. Esh, go to the gate. I will meet you there.
1: But, my lady.
0: All shall be well. Now go.
1: As you commanded.
0: Well, if it isn't the Cold Man, to what do I owe this honor?
4: Do not call me the Cold Man. Others enjoy those little nomenclatures.
0: I do not. As you wish, Lord Slate. What is it you wish to discuss with me?
4: The only thing that matters. Stopping Byron before he kills the world.
5: The Shanghai Tunnels are the basement of a series of hotels and bars that lead to the waterfront of the Willamette River once they were used to kidnap able-bodied men to be sold to sea captains, where they would be forced to work for little or no pay. What is unknown is these tunnels also open to a series of passages that lead to Under Portland, a vast city that has been cut out of rock under Portland above. This has become the home to a number of supernatural beings, as well as some humans who have found their way here after getting lost in the tunnel's network above. Currently Bates, Catherine and I are in one such tunnel, I sit with my back up against a brick wall. I can hear the sound of water dripping from the ceiling. After discovering he had no reception on his mobile, Bates had taken to playing some game.
6: Just need one more candy cane and... Oh man, and I was so close that
3: time!
5: Kate, for her part, was pacing back and forth muttering to herself.
3: (laughs) This... <laughs> this is not possible. The watch has existed for two thousand years. It, it, it's, it's too big to be defeated.
6: Okay, three plum pudding canes. Not as good as candy canes, but
3: if I can just... Do you have to be doing that?
6: Hmm? Uh, doing what?
3: Playing that mindless game like everything is fine. In case it somehow escaped your limited attention span, we're in the middle of a crisis!
6: I tried to make a few calls, but I have no reception down here. And with Captain Pastyface brooding over there, I really don't have anything else
5: to do. I'm not brooding, I'm thinking. There's a difference.
3: Care to enlighten us? You've been sitting there staring at the wall for over an hour now.
5: Trying to figure out what my next move should be.
3: Our next move? That should be obvious. We should be doing something to help the Watch.
5: Even if there are others who survived the attack, there will be very few and far between. Not to mention probably hunted as well. This has been a well-orchestrated assault. Believe me, except for you and Knox here, the watch is dead. Knox? Uh, my name is Bates, sir. Bates. Bates, yes. Yes, that's right, Bates. Uh, Knox was... Never mind. Um, My point is gone. The watch is gone. It's not coming back. Not anytime soon, at any rate. Gone. It's really
3: gone. This is so hard to accept. My family's been part of the Watch since the demonic uprising in the Dark Ages, and I'm it. The last of the Mason bloodline to serve.
6: I'm the first of my family to join. I know it's something of a secret society and everything, but I figured it'd help with my college tuition.
3: College tuition? It's a watch is a way of life, not some stepping stone on the way to your career.
6: What? You expect me to dedicate my whole life to fighting monsters? Have you no outside interest whatsoever? Stick around so I can become as twisted and bitter as you? Twisted? bitter? What the hell do you mean by that? Oh, nothing, grumpy cat. You just make Kristen Stewart look happy and chipper.
3: Who the hell's Kristen
5: Stewart? My point, exactly. Will you both knock it off? This bickering is making my headache worse.
3: Fine. So how about you tell me what we do next? You've been sitting there for the better part of an hour. You must have come up with some plan by now.
5: I have some ideas. But like I said, I have a headache. It's hard to focus. We should get going. What the hell
3: was that? Probably ghouls. There are packs of them that roam about the tunnel system.
6: Really? Just how many packs are we talking about here?
3: No idea. Every time a team's been sent to investigate, they've never returned. Not alive, anyways. Then
6: how do they come back?
3: Standard undead class zombie. Some part of their lingering memory causes them to wander back, or so the reports go. They turn up all torn apart from what I hear. You're making that up. I'm stationed out here. I think
6: I'd know if a zombie turned up on our doorstep.
3: Well, I guess the watch didn't feel your rank was high enough to let you in on that little tidbit of information.
5: No,
6: wait just a goddamn minute!
5: Don't start again or I'll personally feed you both to the ghouls. Come on. Portland below is not far. City guards make sure the dead never get into the city. I could really murder a cup of tea right now.
1: just hop up here and say meow
2: just trying to keep up the appearance people see a talking cat they're bound to
1: take some sort of issue with it then why are you speaking to me now surely this is going to attract attention i cast a little spell
2: no one even knows i'm here except for you of course so why are you here
1: i'm waiting for a plane I take it you're the one called Barry. And
2: you're Esh. It's a pleasure to meet you at last. I have been warned about you. (laughs) Warned? (laughs) About little old me? Now what could I, a simple cat, do to one of those that came first?
1: Because you're anything but just a cat, for one thing. For another no one really knows who or what you are I'll, I'll give you that but believe me for a moment
2: you have nothing to fear from me
1: then why are you here
2: curiosity why are you aiding Lucifer in his cause your kind came before his age before the era of God and his angels
1: because Barry he freed me freed you
2: Freed you from what?
1: Unlike others of my kind, I was not cast into the abyss when the era of God came about. No, I was enslaved to be the guarding of the second segment of the Reality Stone. It was bound to my being.
2: And buried in the heart of the volcano. Yes, I know. But I thought it was the machination of Leviathan that freed you from that... Did she not set off the bomb that caused the volcano to erupt?
1: Yes, but that was all part of Lucifer's plan. Leviathan was but the tool he used to free me.
2: I suppose you could look at it that way. Still, you are free now. Why aid Lucifer? Why not hop over to some nice island someplace and kick back and relax?
1: Honor. It demands no less of me. Honor? Honor?
2: So before you were enslaved to the segment of the Reality Stone, now you're enslaved to the will of Lucifer. By your own choice. Why do I feel there is something more going on here that you're not saying?
1: (laughs) You'll want to talk. Why are you aiding the Pale Man?
2: I have my reasons.
1: And so do I.
2: Well, I don't have my answers, but I suppose I'll be going... There is much to do in all that. I have little doubt we'll be seeing one another in days to come.
1: Before you go, um, Barry, let me just say this. Do not stand in my path.
2: And that means what?
1: As I said, you can consider it advice or a warning, your choice. I
2: see. Well then, until next time
1: yes until next time
5: it was like dealing with bickering children fighting over toys we would walk a few yards before Bates or Kate would say something and the other would react to it I have to admit I was growing very tired of it
6: what the hell is that supposed to mean?
3: Just what I said. You hold your gun wrong. I can't explain it any simpler than that.
6: My father was a police officer. He taught me this is the way you hold your gun at all times.
3: Well, your dad was dumb. Agents hold their guns up so you can be on guard for the unexpected.
6: But holding your arms up like that causes fatigue in the long run. Hold your arms down like this. You can snap the gun up when you need it.
3: By the time you get your gun up, there's every chance some green bug-eyed monster will be chewing on your entrails. Hold your gun up like this means at least you might get a shot off before you're attacked.
6: So, even if I get a shot off, I'm likely to have my entrails eaten by the bug-eyed monster. Well, yeah. A lot of them are bulletproof. So what's the difference on how I hold my gun if I'm going to get killed anyways?
3: Because you can die with honor knowing you got one shot back at the bastard.
5: It's revenge, right? That's the only thing that makes sense.
3: What's that, Byron?
5: It's revenge. It's why Malachi sent you to me. He was never able to recapture me after I escaped from the Watch. So he gets his revenge on me by sending you to help me. He's hoping to drive me insane. Funnily enough, I think it might just be working. You two just won't shut up. Maybe you should find a bedroom somewhere and get it out of the way.
3: Well, wait just a minute. What the hell do you mean by that?
5: I thought it was obvious.
3: I am in no way interested in Little Boy Blue here.
6: I agree. I'd rather get busy with a zombie than with Grumpy
5: Cat here.
3: Stop calling me that!
5: Just shut up, the both of you! With the way you two are going on, I'm surprised you haven't alerted every monster in the tunnels about us. Now please, just keep quiet till we get to the city.
3: You hold your gun wrong!
6: No, I don't. Oh, for the love of Christ.
5: It wasn't long before we came to the exit tunnel system and the gateway of the Portland below. In the past, a huge stone gate stood between the exit of the tunnels and the city. It was manned by soldiers that made certain none of the wandering ghouls made their way into the city. But now... Now the gateway had been smashed into stone rubble. No guards were present.
3: What the hell happened here?
5: Looks like something ploughed its way through the gate.
3: What sort of something?
5: No idea. It would have to be something pretty big, though. I'd read there was an elite force of elven warriors who guarded this gate. That's supposed to be.
3: So, where are they?
5: Oh, I don't know. Maybe they're on a tea break or something.
3: And they left the gate wide open and unmanned?
5: It does seem somewhat unlikely. Well, we can't stay here. Come on,
0: I do not understand. You desire to aid us in stopping your brother? This is most unexpected. Would you care to explain?
4: My brother is now outside of all. And for that, he shall pay a penalty.
0: Penalty? You're going to have to give me more to go on than just that.
4: What do you know about moving through time?
0: I assume you mean more than the standard moving from one moment to the next. Traveling through time is outlawed. Only those upon the highest realm are allowed that privilege. Even Lucifer is not permitted to do this.
4: And he holds the reality crystal. But do you know why it is outlawed?
0: No. But I assume you plan to tell me.
4: What do you know of my sister, Zoe?
0: The Steward of Spring? Only that she is somewhat... odd.
4: Would you believe me if I told you that once she was the wisest of us all? Indeed, Byron often sought her counsel on many an occasion.
0: Interesting. I've never heard of this.
4: Nor would you. Because it never happened. Not now, anyways.
0: Slate, if you have a point to make, I do wish you would get to it. I have a flight to catch.
4: During our rebellion against the lords of the higher realms, there came a point where Byron had a chance to end it once and for all. He had the prime creator upon his knees and was poised to deliver the killing stroke.
0: But he never did it. At the last moment, he surrendered his sword instead of ending the rebellion. I know the story.
4: Yes, but what you do not know. that the forces of heaven were laying siege upon our sister Zoe's realm at the same moment. They laid waste to everything there, raising it to the ground, as well as killing Zoe's daughters.
0: Zoe had children. I never knew.
4: She had three. All slaughtered by the angels of heaven.
0: Angels can be real bastards when they want to be.
4: So I've seen. The loss would proved to be too much for Zoe to bear. So she sought to change it.
0: Ah, I see. So she found a way to go back in time and save her daughters.
4: She tried, but failed. That is why no one remembers her daughters. Something went wrong in her journey. Upon her return, not only were her daughters not saved, but now... Now they had been erased from history. Existed and never had now. In this timeline, Zoe was never a mother.
0: Interesting tale, but you still have not answered my question.
4: Within Zoe's mind, there are two histories the one she remembers from before her journey, and the one she is in now. Both fight for dominance in her mind. It has caused her to go from the regal woman I once knew. What she is now.
0: And the same thing is happening to Byron now, isn't it? Because he moved through time.
4: Yes. In due course, his perception of what is around him will change. He will not be certain if what he sees is real or what he remembers. No doubt the headaches have already started.
0: And this is why time travel is outlawed?
4: Yes. Because it always leads to madness. Only the highest beings are able to endure the stresses of time. For all others, it proves to be too much.
0: I'm curious. How do you know all of this?
4: The cold of winter allows me to perceive many things that are not available to any other. It is my gift. My my curse is to bear witness to all that is and all that can.
0: I do not understand. Why do you think Byron is going to kill that world?
4: There shall come a time when he shall stand before the Pale Man. At that moment, many things can happen. I know Barry the Cat has one idea of what shall happen. Lucifer sees another. But I... All I see is darkness as an outcome.
0: Darkness? What do you mean?
4: I only know that death shall rain from the skies. All will be laid waste, and darkness shall fall upon the land. That is why Byron must be stopped. I believe in his growing madness. He shall be the cause of that darkness.
0: Then it seems we have a common foe in your brother.
4: Yes. Byron must be stopped before it is too late.
0: You do know. We have to kill him.
4: Regrettably, I have come to that conclusion as well.
1: You've been listening to The Byron Chronicles, Season 5, Episode 3, Signs and Portents, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were David Alt as Byron, Mindy Rast-Keenan as Agent Catherine and the Ticket Agent, Peter Cat as Agent Bates, Victor Aurelius as Barry the Cat, Darren Marlar as Esh, Mark Bruzee as Lord Slate, with Jeanette Vining. Music by Shadows Symphony Byron Theme by Kai Hartwig Script edited by Rick Myers This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. This has been an Eric Busby presentation. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppin the demented minds behind the twisted pulp radio hour bring you twisted pulp magazine a journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed worlds of the supernatural worlds of dark satire worlds of nightmarish futures twisted pulp magazine if you thought the 21st century was weird enough already Think again. Twisted, Twisted Pulp, pulp magazine. magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com